Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Internet Marketing. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 114 of Internet Marketing, brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. In today's show, Kelvin interviews Jon Vermeeren. Jon is the founder of Networking Coach and an author. He's written a book called How to Really Use LinkedIn. And in today's show, he gives us a lowdown on the best way of using LinkedIn as part of your online marketing strategy. All coming up in Internet Marketing. So you write quite a lot about LinkedIn. Why do you think um, as a service it's become so popular? And, you know, um, what are kind of some of the secondary benefits of having a LinkedIn profile? So why has it become so popular? And, and, and what do you think are the real benefits of participating in LinkedIn as a, as a kind of a marketer and a business person? Um, the thing, yeah, the reason why it's becoming so popular because it's, yeah, number one, the business networking website. And, and, and really important is the business part. Um, because... Facebook is there, um, in, in uh, Europe you also get Netlog, uh, MySpace, uh, so th- these are kind of other websites more to the personal side of our lives, while LinkedIn is really focused on the business part. And yeah, and it's the biggest one uh, worldwide, in some countries um, mm-hmm. number two, but most over the world is number one. Um, yeah, and what many people think uh, what it's useful for, it's uh, having a profile and for personal branding. And that's that's part of it, uh, but it's also a huge pitfall because um, other LinkedIn trainers, they say, oh, come uh, and then do a workshop with me. I show you how to make a killer profile and then everything will uh, go fast from there. And, and mm-hmm. in reality, it's not the case. It's the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. It's much more. For me, a LinkedIn profile, whether it's a uh, personal profile or a company profile, it's the start and it's mm. um, the, 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 the support of your own proactive strategy. Mm. And what for me the biggest benefit of LinkedIn is that it shows us who knows who. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So if you're looking for a new customer or a new partner or a sponsor for an event or whatever mm-hmm. or a new job and you, you do your homework first and that's what most companies and most people uh, drop the ball, they don't do their homework first, they don't uh, set goals first and then you can spend in many hours on, on, on any website and not get any results so it's just the goal first 
But for example, if you want to do business with Coca-Cola in, in, uh, in, in the UK, with, in the London office, for example, and you want to uh, do business with the marketing director there, then you type that in, in LinkedIn with, uh, in the advanced search screen, which many people mm -hmm. don't use. So where do you find it? Next to uh, search up, up front, uh, on top of the screen, uh, you have the advanced link. Click on that yeah. and uh, use the parameters there uh, so you can have a specific search result. You see then who is uh, the marketing director and then you also see who knows this director. So who from your network can introduce you to him or her. And then, only then, after you have done that, then a personal profile is very important. Mm -hmm. So this marketing director knows who you are and is interested in having a meeting with you or having mm -hmm. a talk with mm -hmm. you. Yeah. And I mean, what there's definitely an assumption amongst some people um, in, in the world of digital marketing. That the only time anyone ever updates their LinkedIn profile or uses LinkedIn, if they're on the outlook for a new job. Do you think that's really the case? Is there a bit of a kind of an underestimation of the, the way in which people are using LinkedIn in all kinds of aspects of their business, from marketing, business development, like you were talking about there, even, you know, kind of, you know, helping each other in peer collaborations. Do you think there's a lot more to LinkedIn than just, um, you know, job searching, as it were? Yes, yes. And, and of course, because it's uh, LinkedIn's uh, where it started with, and it's still their, their main uh, source of, of, of income is through job-related uh, uh, stuff on their website. But it's so much more than that. Um, and from a marketer's uh, perspective, um, especially when you work for a larger company, it's a huge lead generation tool if you do it in the right way. Mm. And that's also what many people have never thought about. Um, for me, the real power of the network is in the second degree. So it's not yep. your first degree, you know, your own network, but their network. When, how do you apply this to companies? For example, what you see in many companies, they have a marketing team, let's say 1,000 people in a company, 1,000 employees, Let's say 40 people in the marketing department and those 40 people are trying to get more business and they're, they're supporting the sales department, which maybe also is 50 people. So let's say 90 people are getting out there to get new customers, but 910 people are not doing anything. And it's mm -hmm. not their, that's not their job. So that you have to, you have to um, also respect that. It's not their job. But what we tell people to do is feed those other 910 people with the right information so they can put it on their profile and their profile become a lead generation tool as well. Mm -hmm. So for example, how to do that, use the applications in the profiles. Use, for example, SlideShare. Mm -hmm. SlideShare, it also benefited us uh, in many ways if done in the right way. Um, it, it cannot be a sales pitch. It has to be content and like you were doing with the podcast mm. it yeah. has to be content teach people um, new things give them good tips and say hey this improves my life or my company's life and then what's very important and that's where most companies drop the ball is they forget to put a link to their own website where people mm. can get more mm. because when the people can get more if people go to my uh, LinkedIn profile they will see uh, I, have a present I have lots of presentations about how to use LinkedIn to get a new job, to get new sales, stuff like that. And at the last slide, there is a link to the website of my book, How to Really Use LinkedIn. And mm -hmm. people can download a free light version of the book. But then they have to uh, leave their name and their email address. Mm -hmm. So they come into our database, they end up in their database, so we can start communicating with them. 
Mm. And this is something that many people forget. So back to the to the example, when 910 people put that on their profile, the whole network will see that also people mm. who stumble upon their profile uh, on accident. And you don't have to do anything. It's just one person in the marketing department has to make that slideshare mm. um, presentation that everybody else knows that it's available. Not everybody mm. will put it on their profile. You cannot also force people to do that. You can only invite them to do that. Mm. Um, but let's say even if only 600 people put it on their profile, then there is that leverage that you get mm. from social media. Mm. No, really fantastic there. And I mean, one of the things that's, you know, I use LinkedIn, a, you know, a reasonable amount. And one thing I've always undenied about is, is it worth investing in that um, extra cost of the premium functionality so you can contact more people? And, you know, from your experience, you think for most people that's a, a, a good investment or can actually they get pretty much everything they need using the free functionality of the site? Now, this is something that LinkedIn doesn't like us to tell. And, and, and for your information, we, uh, we are the first uh, LinkedIn certified training company in the world. So we're okay. very, very pleased with that. Um, so we are partners. Um, but I also tell them, yeah, you have to yeah. get more functionality when you charge people money. So um, if people apply all the tips from my book and, and, and if people already bought my book, please download the updates. They're free, already 50 pages because LinkedIn changed the whole time as well. If you apply all the free tips that you can do with the basic account, then you already get so much uh, business, so much effort, or just so much uh, uh, a new job, if you look at a new job, then you get all so many results uh, uh, by now. But, but, but if LinkedIn, maybe they, they add something next week, and then I have to tell everybody, no, now it's time to, uh, to upgrade your account. Mm. And I hope I can say that pretty soon, because I think it's a wonderful website and a wonderful mm. company. Yeah. And um, I know that you're, you know, when you're talking about how to do better networking and how people to become like an ambassador of the company, that listening is kind of a fundamental skill. What do you think is kind of, are there any top tips you've got for people in terms of how they can listen and, and really kind of understand their customers using LinkedIn? Um, yeah. So for, um, you refer to, to a blog post series I put on, mm. on, on my blog uh, about listening more on a personal level and on, on events and, and, and mm. just uh, face-to-face contact. But also, yeah, listening um, uh, in, in the, the groups on LinkedIn that you're a member of, that your customers are a member of, or partners or suppliers, whatever your, your, your focus is. Um, yeah, be a member and, and, and just see what they are uh, uh, talking about um, yeah for me we use as a company we use Twitter the most to listen uh, about what is what I'm saying and we use uh, uh, RSS feeds to, to, to see what people are saying about uh, me because I'm the face of the company uh, about my books and, uh, and about what we do mm. so yeah it, it's, it's following and it's uh, mm. also LinkedIn most of the time is uh, discussions also the answers section mm. is interesting for that um, and for me, it's what I call, it's about uh, building the no like, and trust factor. Mm, mm. Uh, it's not about selling, it's about building relationships. Mm. And I, I know that kind of you, you said that, you know, one aspect of networking is that, you, you know, making sure that a company's employee feel that they're part of something and that they can act as ambassadors for the brand. How important is that? And, um, you know, what happens if employees don't feel part of the family? Will this, you know, make them, you know, less effective at their networking or just discourage them from networking in the first place? Yeah, we are with the whole world in a transformation phase right now and, and social media are just... Um, yeah, they're just highlighting what's going on. Uh, that's my opinion. Um, because 
employees have always been ambassadors of a company. They always talked about their job in a pub or at the parties or just with friends. Only now on the internet and with social media, they get more visibility or more, let's say, chances that they get more visibility. So now many companies are worrying, worrying about that, like, oh, what are they going to tell about us? And they're not worrying about the good stuff. They're, working, they're worrying about the bad stuff. But for me, it's like, it's not about social media because many companies are blocking Facebook, um, uh, sometimes also LinkedIn. And I say, it's not about the tools. It's about how you deal with the people uh, that are working for you and working with you. First, you have to solve that issue and then, then use the tools. But don't blame the tools for something that's wrong uh, inside your company. And, you know, so is LinkedIn really only most successful for kind of B2B businesses, you know, where you're, you're selling to another business rather than selling to a direct to a consumer? Are there kind of many applications for how, you know, a company could be marketing themselves if they're, you know, selling to consumers rather than to other businesses? But it's, it's kind of, yeah, for me, it's, it's less direct to consumers. Um, but for me, again, I always look at the world in the second degree. Mm. Um, for me, it's like, okay, if, if I would be, uh, let's say, uh, uh, a Coca-Cola and I want to yeah. sell more Coca-Cola, um, I won't be looking for consumers on LinkedIn. What, what I would be looking for are partners yeah. who are already in touch with my target group. So yeah. I would look for, uh, let's say, a representative of uh, Nike uh, when they do somewhere a uh, business run event or whatever and see how we can partner up there. So it's, it's more like finding the partnerships there uh, on the business level uh, and then people and organizations who have uh, already uh, a relationship with your target group or your uh, future target group. And so if, um, you know, there's one takeaway, Jan, you've got from this that, you know, okay, someone's listened to the show. They're like, okay, I've got my LinkedIn profile. I do update it occasionally, but, you know, I, I, I know I could be doing a better job. What's the one thing they could go away um, once they finish listening to this podcast, do straight away, maybe take half an hour or so that will make a huge amount of difference to their ability to um, use LinkedIn effectively? Um, yeah, first have a good LinkedIn profile, but focus on what you can give first, give good tips. Uh, what you can do there is use applications like SlideShare, like Google Presentation, um, like the BoxNet files. Use those to, to show that you want to help people first. Uh, you can do it on a visual level, but like I said before, uh, and that's for me what, what the role of marketing will be, is to provide all the other people from the company with the right content. So that's one thing. And then uh, start from your goals. What are, what are your goals? Who do you need? What do you want to achieve? Um, and think then, who are the people in the best position to help me reach that goal? And look for them on LinkedIn, see how you are connected to them, and ask for an introduction. And don't use LinkedIn to ask for the introduction. Use LinkedIn as a research database, but then go outside of LinkedIn. Pick up the phone, explain the person you know in common what, you, uh, what you're looking for and why you think this person uh, can help you and ask them to be introduced via a normal email. Mm-hmm. So you ask your common contact to introduce you to the person you want to speak to uh, and vice versa in one email. In my book, I call it a magic mail. And mm-hmm. why magic? Because um, it's just a normal email, but the results can be magical. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason is that the person 
who is already in a relationship with the other one you want to talk to, he or she uh, puts effort and time in it by sending the email. It's not much time or effort, but the perception of the end recipient is so much different. Mm-hmm. Everybody has, uh, doesn't have enough time anymore to do everything in a day, busy lives. But if someone you already know, like, and trust sends you something, you're more open for the message and also the, pe- the person who is introduced. So that's uh, my, uh, my advice yeah. for everybody to use LinkedIn. No, and I think that's a great suggestion there as well, that kind of use LinkedIn as kind of like a really, really powerful Rolodex and see what your, you know, who is the person you want to contact, what is your connection to that person, and then make use of the kind of, you know, LinkedIn gives you that information that perhaps you would have never wise had before, but then approach people like you would have done before LinkedIn was there. You know, exactly. actually get on the phone, send someone an email, and yeah, ask them a favour. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Use tools, yeah, use the tools what they're what they're best for. Yeah. Yeah. No, cheers, Jan. That's, that's really, um, yeah, really great advice there that I can see lots of people going out and implementing and, and having a much better LinkedIn profile and experience of using the site. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on the internet at www.internetmarketingpodcast.org where you'll find show notes, links and instructions on how to subscribe. We would absolutely love to get feedback, comments and questions from you. If you want to send an email, send it to kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com. Also, feel free to comment on the website. And if you'd like to use our voice line number, if you're outside of the UK, it's plus four four one two seven three two five six one five zero. If you're inside the UK, it's 01273 256 150. And you can leave a voice, comment or question and we'll play it on the show. Also, we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a a rating on iTunes itself. Well, that's it for now. Andy White signing off until next week on Internet Marketing. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 